Welcome to Do We Belong Here, a podcast dedicated to proving that everyone has a place in the world of cybersecurity. Hello, and welcome back to Do We Belong Here, a podcast dedicated to proving that everyone belongs in the world of cybersecurity. I'm your host, Tasha Denos, the Cyber Whisperer. And as always, I have one of my favorite people in the world here with me, my co-host, Pam Lindemone. She is the Chief Information Security Officer Advisor at Cisco, as well as our fun and sweet producer, Serena Gandhi. Hello. Hi. How you doing, Pam? I always worry about you because my title is such a mouthful. <laughs> it gets me. It does get me because you go officer, advisor, you know, you have to spend some some time with it, spend some time with it. So it's good to see you again. It's good to see you. you It's our first episode. We are talking about resetting during the new year. You guys, we're often looking to the new year as a fresh start, but how can that actually work? Like, how do we work towards being better than the last? What are some actionable steps that you can do to be a better version of yourself? Me included in that. We're going to talk about that today and maybe even a little bit more. So how was your break, Pam? It was great. It was great. I love this episode because this past year has been the best new version of myself hitting into January. Like, I've lost... I've lost 20 pounds. Oh, how awesome. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. So I don't have that in my head. Like the first thing I need to do is lose weight. But um, I had a great break. Um, the first time in a very long time. I mean, you know, I've been with Cisco about a year and a half. And the first first time that I experienced their what they call a shutdown was uh, last year but I wasn't mentally out of my old position so I was still carrying a little bit of that that weight and I have a friend that told me that that was going to happen to me and um, he was so right he was so right but this time I was completely unplugged I did not think about work at all (laughs) like first time in a long time so we did our annual purge of our our house. I don't know if you do that, but we go mm, through the whole house. I gave, yeah, I gave. Um, there's this organization called uh, Athletica. I think I'm saying that right. And mm-hmm. up, I forget what it is. That's terrible. I should look it up before we leave. But it's this organization that you give your donations to them, and they give you uh, funds for like athletic, like workout where right so you can refresh that and I'm like what a clever thing to do I gave like three bags we're gonna have to figure that out before the end so we can add that to the link so our listeners can uh get get like you and get this weight down and focus for the new year I like it. it it was so great like I I love my family. Like mm-hmm. we have traditions like spaghetti, like we have spaghetti every year. We, we do the, the fun little crackers and the things like that, but just spending like really good quality time with my son. Cause he's four and a half and he, Yay. you know, Christmas is big at our house. <laughs> oh, I love it. I how about you? It. How about you? You know what? This end of the year, I will be completely honest. It was a little rough. It was kind of weird. I'm going to be honest with our listeners and and look at, you know, so you to see a different perspective. I had a time. I kind of just was like, I normally 
can just write my goals down. I know coming into the new year, like what I want. And I just was a little anxious this time. And I didn't, I couldn't write my goals down. I couldn't like, um, I couldn't focus on what I wanted. And I think a lot of it had to do with like, just putting too much pressure on myself. So tell me a little more about that, Tasha. Like, why do you think, why do you think you're putting so much pressure on yourself? Like, what does that look like for you? So it looks like you just want to be the best of who you are, right? We all have this. And I think we've talked about this in previous shows before, but like when a moment stops and you're supposed to really just focus on yourself and you are really just thinking about what you're supposed to want out of life, so many things were clouding my mind. And I'm thinking about how to be a better mom, how to be a better wife, how to be a better worker, how to be a better this. And am I doing the right things? And am I doing enough for this show? Am I doing enough for black girls in cyber and all these things? And am I showing up for every single thing? And I wanted to make my new year. I think I put so much pressure, like the new year's coming. You better put some good stuff on that list, girl. What are you going to write down? What are you going to write down? What are you going to do? And I, I, I couldn't write. It's the, like literally the first time in my life I couldn't write a goal down. It was so weird. Why didn't you call me? Like I didn't call anybody. And I think that's when I, I broke down and I just with myself, right? Yeah. And I just was like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this to yourself? I had to have a moment to myself. And I just was like, why are you doing this? You got to. Did, like, did you work yourself out of it? It did. I, it did. It did. It took a lot, right? It took a lot to be honest with myself. I'm like, right now I'm getting a little tingly about it because I was not honest with myself about how much pressure I was putting my, on myself for absolutely no reason. Like I was not honest. And you know, you're on these, we're talking to people and we're telling people how to not put pressure on themselves, right? And you're just like, I'm going through my day like, you know, and I'm like, wait a minute, you you don't have a list. Normally, where's your list? And I was like, you need to write more things on the list. And then it was like, no, don't write anything on the list. So I'm thinking like, maybe it was a breakdown to tell myself, you don't always have to have a list. You know, I took a minute and it was just like, whoa, maybe you don't need to write anything down. What well, you don't have to have a goal right now. You don't have to like you have a million goals. Just take a second. Like, why don't the first goal be just chill, dude? <laughs> so <clears throat> I have so many questions. Like I know. I, I have so I know. many questions about this. Um the burning one is, do you have those top things that drive your life? And and I say that because I say life in general, because I had somebody push me to, to write down the top things that are important to me. And, and I did. And when I get into those moments, and I, I think you had a, a moment, it sounds like you've talked yourself out of it. I either call someone that will you know, pull me back down to reality or 
I'll look at my list and if it's not in that list, it comes, it comes off. Mm. Like I really do have to think about saying no. So do you, do you struggle with saying no to things that are not? Yes. And at that, yeah, at that moment, I just said no to everything. That's okay. You know, I just said no to everything. And I think that's probably what was causing me so much angst is because I've never done that before. I've never been like, um, I'm not going to do this. I normally always find a way to get something done, even if I don't want to do it. And I think this was the first time where I just was like, don't do anything. And the list that you're talking about for me, it's just like my family and they're all okay. And they didn't want anything. And I think that was part of it too. I was like, wait a minute, nobody's needing me right now. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? You know? So it, it, and it took a second and it was like, well, maybe you need yourself. Did you do something for yourself? Like, did you go to sleep? (laughs) Go to sleep. Go to sleep, go to sleep and watch a lot of TV. I watch so many good shows. I watch oh. so much television and I had, <laughs> it's probably not the right thing to do. It's probably not the right thing to do. But I read some and I watched so much television. I watched some very good programs. I watched all of the new Gossip Girl, which is now canceled. I watched a show called Riches. I watched um, all of... House of the Dragon, like all of the shows that I wanted to watch, I just binged and I didn't think about anybody else. And I did the opposite of you. I ate a lot of popcorn and a lot of chocolate (laughs) and I probably gained 20 pounds, but I do feel better. Like I feel better than I have in a very, in a while. Well, do you not do that on a routine basis? Are you... Are you someone who doesn't watch TV, doesn't find time to read or unplug? I watch, right? But I don't, um, I never am fully watching. Like I watch my show, you know, but I'm always thinking about, I never have the complete zone out in my mind. I always have like, where's the list? What are you supposed to be doing? You need to be doing, are you supposed to be doing this? What are you supposed to be doing? Like every time you want to chill in your mind, you're just like, should I chill the entire episode? No, give yourself 30 minutes. You can scroll for 30 minutes and then go do this because you're not being productive. So you need to be productive. Like go. So you, you had some guilt less alone time and you were able to kind of take that guilt and push it to the side and say, I'm not going to feel guilty about doing nothing. I'm just going to go do nothing, whatever that is. And so you took the guilt and you set it to the side is what I'm hearing. Yeah. That was hard. That was very hard. I won't lie. You know, it's, it's so fascinating to me that guilt creeps in during like the holiday times and times, you know, around like giving and support and, but it, it does. And I think, you know, for me personally, um, I've, I've felt guilty that my head was cluttered with so much, um, of my, a job, you know, like an operational position kind of requires you to 
be ready to be on. And that's been guilt with my family. So I, I absolutely understand what you're talking about. And it's kind of like exactly what I felt this past um, holiday time is there was, there was, n- there was no chatter um, mm-hmm. corrupting my time with my family. And I, I don't think it's just women that feel that, but I think we all do. And we all mm-hmm. put so much pressure on women. <laughs> Listen, women have, so many roles that we're playing these days that we're trying to figure out like mm-hmm. how to be in those different roles. And I think talking about it like this is very helpful and talking to each other and like leaning on people, Tasha, leaning on each other when you're in those moments is really helpful for me. Like I have a couple of friends and they call me when they're feeling it. And I, I definitely have a few that I reach out to, um, your your husband is a sweetheart, right? And he is. I think that that's something that I'm hearing too. I was just at a dinner last week um, in Texas. I, I won't say the area, but I heard this woman say she was so proud of her husband for being okay with being a stay at home dad and taking care of her three kids because she's she has this high powered wow. position and. It was so refreshing to hear her say he's happy in that role and Mm. he's been wanting it. And I think that we just have to tweak how our brains function. Like we've grown up in different generations and we've not had um, the the roles that you and I have taken on through our career as examples. I mean, my mom always worked. it's funny, my mom said something to me. She was like, do you remember when you guys had to like sit in the car <laughs> until oh, I wow. finished work? Like I remember we would have to sit in the car until my mom finished work and she would take us home because she was a working mom and we did whatever she, we needed to do yeah, for her. Cause she was, yeah, yeah. But I think like my son seeing me travel, I sat beside this guy um, who travels a lot and he was like, oh, so you you're the one that travels a lot. Is that okay with your husband? I'm like, yeah, because he works the weekends. Like he could be gone all day on a Saturday, all day on a Sunday. I'm there. Right. So there's just this balance. Mm -hmm. You have that in your life. Do you lean on that a lot? So bad. I'm so thankful that I have someone that I can be getting on my own nerves, (laughs) which means I'm definitely getting on everyone else's nerves and they can look at me and say, it's okay. You'll, you will find your way out of this. Whatever is happening, wherever dark tunnel you're driving through right now, I don't see where you're going, but I'm going to hold your hand until we get out of it. And that's what helped me a lot. You know, I didn't talk to... You know, I have to teach myself and I'm like getting like a little funky about it. I have to teach myself that help is okay. You know, and I think because my husband's here with me, he sees when I need help, even if I don't see when I need help. So he makes sure that I'm okay as much as he can as another person. But in the new year for goal setting for yourselves, you high achieving people listening to this call. Pam told you to talk to your friends. She told me to talk to my friends. She told me to talk to her. She told me to talk to Serena. We have to be okay with not being okay. And we have to be 
open to telling someone that you're not okay. That's, I think that's big for me. Me too. It took me a long time to figure that out. It's weird, right? You would think like you're able to find, you go to this job and you're like, this is broken. This is broken. Let's get all the people together. Let's fix this broken thing. And you get so scared to tell yourself, like, it's okay to have something broken. I I think too, like, you know, going back to the end of the year, like reset new year, you know, for a long time I did, um, like resolutions with my best friend. We would get together after the new year, she and I, it was so much fun. We really just wanted to get together, (laughs) but we, we did these little trips where we would have the top three things of the year. And it was so much fun because we would talk about the previous year. We would talk about our struggles. We would talk about what was wearing us out Mm. and, you know, and we held each other accountable. Um, and we, you know, we had a lot of fun doing it and it helped set like aspirational goals. Like, you know, of course, losing weight was always on there. I think as you get older, that's like a constant goal, right? Like, um, because we just go through these things in our life that your body changes and you have to adapt to it. Right. And so, once we had our three things, you know, through the year, we would just keep tabs on each other. But what I found so cool about it is I would find, like, we would usually write our goals on a napkin from the restaurant we were at, which is kind of funny. And the oh, year, cute. I know, it was so cute. I don't know why we don't do that anymore. She, she better be listening. We need to start that back up. But, yeah. Um, but what was so great about it is, like, going back and looking at those through the years and seeing what we were focused on. Like, it's so amazing. And I do not, I didn't understand the power of journaling and um, gratitude journals and just Mm. keeping track of what's going on in your life so that you can see that progress. And I bet Tasha, if you had written down everything that you accomplished this year and you had gotten to your point and December, I'm assuming it was, and Mm -hmm. you were like, at that like guilt in your head, if you had just looked at all the things that you had done, you might have said very quickly like, oh, yeah, I need a break. (laughs) You know what's funny about that? That is one of the things that I ended up doing. Oh, looking back, like I have written things down. And um, there's this thing I downloaded called the yearly compass. And it forces you to do that. Yeah, that'll be one of the things. It's a downloadable thing. And that's another thing that kind of just woke me up. And I was like, what are you doing? You've done so many things and it's okay. Like, it's time to rest. Sit down. (laughs) Sit down. You don't have to like get off the train. It's okay. Like you don't have to just go steam, full steam ahead all the time. Like chill out, dude. Like it's okay. You we did this. Look, you know what I mean? Like we're, we're talking to people on trying to tell you, do, do you belong here? Yes, you do. And I think that, that was one of the things that's, that like saved my, saved my mental health. So I would say to people, well, like just to give you some things like writing in a journal, if you don't like writing with your hands, 
just pull the notepad out. Get your notepad and just, it's nice in the morning for me. Like, and I started getting back to meditating. I had to get back to the things that were foundational for my peace of mind for myself that really got me back focusing. And it's weird because you don't even register how knocking yourself out of a peace routine for yourself can throw you off. Because especially like you were talking about in the winter, you're you're eating, you're relaxing, you're you're like it's this solemn time. You can't really go outside. So like a lot of things fall off of your normal patterns. But when I did get back to, okay, you wake up, don't scroll. Don't check your email. Just sit. sit. <laughs> I, I we recently had a um, a leadership development workshop that we do with some of the ISACs. This one was with um, Health ISAC in particular, and we had this. Uh, it's basically this two day session, and we all put ourselves into a challenge where the very first thing that you did every morning was drink a glass of water for thirty days. Ooh. You'd think that would be so easy. <laughs> it is not easy. And most most of us did it. Some people were like traveling, like working out the time frames in their heads. Like I was like so impressed with these people of how committed they were. And um, I actually got through it. Um, but it, those are the types of things like systems are really important f- for me to mm-hmm. um, to have systems and to be adaptive with my systems to like create uh more space for my own self um Mm. I think you were talking about that but it's truly important like when you first get up I think to not look at your screen and to really think about yourself like and that's really putting yourself first every morning with a glass of water and then you know just it can catapult from there with with like New Year's resolutions, like, I don't know about you guys, they get a bad rap, you know, people, I'm hearing a lot of people talk about dry January and that type of thing. Um, and my girlfriend and I did the top three every year, we and that mm-hmm. kind of fell off. There was this one woman that I followed, um, her name is Allie Hill, and she, she has a podcast standout, she's an amazing woman, and I've been following her for years, and she has like this... Um, one word for the year I did that for a long time that helped bring focus have you ever done that no give me some more give me some more what's this word my husband's doing it this year which I was kind of surprised that he he's like still doing it right so but it's basically she has this and I think she on her um I think you can get it from her website websites um Allie Hill uh and I don't know what the it's like word of the year. I'm sure you can Google that, but she's got this format that like you can do your goals, you can do accomplishments, what you want to do this year. And I I think she's great. She's an amazing woman. So my word of the year, I I used to do it with my employees um, all the time. We would have a word and you would basically like you go through this process of Mm -hmm. what you did last year, what you want to accomplish this year. And you try to encapsulate, slate what you want to do for the year in one word like one year my word was fearless um oh wow yeah and so I was basically trying to you know do things differently get myself out there um 
One year it was grace. I wanted to be more graceful. I didn't want to fall down. <laughs> very clumsy. And I'm very fast. So I wanted to kind of slow down. Yeah, and be yeah, a little more sweet. graceful. Oh, um, there wow. are all kinds of ways you can do it. But that's one thing that I've done through the years that's really worked is to have that word. And so they even have these my intent bracelets like I got one year and you you put those on your arm to remember oh, what your word, word is. Oh, that's awesome because it's like that word is the person you want to embody. That's the characteristic you want to embody for the year. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like maybe that. healthy could be yeah. a word or, you know, something like that. Um, I, I just love her. I think she's amazing. The, the one thing that I've incorporated in my life is a, a coach. Um, and Ooh. I don't, I don't mean executive coach. I don't mean, but Cisco gives back to their employees in different ways. Like it's just a great company. I can't say enough good things about this company, but one of the (laughs) things they do is they provide a a coach. And so I've had one since I joined and um, that person holds me accountable to the goals that we set. And I think that accountability is something that in cyber is so fast and so intense in moments and areas. And so I think having somebody to hold you accountable for your spirit, your health, your, your, your mind and your, and your, really your physical, uh, appearance. And so <clears throat> I said that I lost 20 pounds. That was through a lot of work, um, with my coach and a coach that really helps me with all of that. So I really recommend not waiting until January, <laughs> but now's a good time to start. Right. But to have somebody in your life that gives you that kind of advice, does that make sense? Oh, no, that totally makes sense. And if it's if it's in, it's the true thing of an accountability partner, someone that you can and someone I like the idea of a coach. It's almost like a layered, not not like a mentor, but someone that is just providing you overall guidance. And you know what I noticed, too, which is really nice. A lot of people are um, a lot of friends that I have are going to therapy now too, which is so good. I'm glad we're normalizing having conversations outside of ourselves and outside of our circle, people with true expertise, going to get the expert help that you feel that you need to thrive in this world is, is very important. I love that. I love that. So goal setting for me, like uh, having somebody hold me accountable for those, like, I wouldn't call them personal because I just got a note from my my boss today, right? I was traveling a lot last year, a lot. And so um, the break gave me time to recharge, re-energize, and I started traveling again last week. And Thursday, I was, I could feel it. I had a fever. I was getting sick. And the one thing that he said to me that I think is something that I think is super important for us to remember, he was like, stay healthy. We need you. And like, what that says to me is that he puts my health first, right? Like, and he says to me, like, do what you got to do to stay healthy because we need you. Right. And I think that's an important message to give your associates. Like your health is first and foremost. And I, I used to say this a lot, like, if you're not healthy, you're no good to me here. Like I need you here. So go focus on yourself 
for the time it takes. And I think working that routine of health into your systems, you know, how you manage your goals personally is super important to make sure that you can manage your professional goals as well. Um, And so that's why health is way up on my priority list. And I, I do put it first. I agree so much. It's so funny that you said that my friends have been like, have you gone to the doctor? Have you haven't had a, have you had a checkup? And you're like, oh, and what's interesting for me is like, I'm a military brat. And so I always had a different doctor. So I never had the stable, you know, family physician. So I think that's one of the things as I've gotten older, that it hasn't been like in the forefront. Mm -hmm. And I said this year, you know, having conversations with my, you know, with close friends, it was like, I'm going to book appointments. I'm going to find the family doctor. I'm going to make that thing be like first up. I've before I got on, I saw this TikTok and this girl was like, um, get carrots, put lime juice on them and put some seasoning on them. It's just like chips. And I was like, it's not like chips. It's not like chips. <laughs> I love chips. Don't do that to chips. But I did I did just take the time instead of getting my favorite chips. I swapped. It's it's I thought it was going to kill me. I literally thought I was going to have a hard time. I'm letting you guys all know if you knew how much I loved all different types of chips, you oh. would like understand. But I got baby carrots. I squeezed some lime on them. They've got some tahim on the top. I didn't even do the big blue cheese dipping like I was doing before because my friend said you might as well eat chips. Uh, <laughs> that hurt right. as well. Yeah. But putting my health first, that is like being, taking the time, just cutting a little bit of things out that you weren't doing before. Finding mm-hmm. out that, you know, that that carnation creamer can get set on fire. So I no longer use that in my coffee (laughs) and I'm using, you know, like a little, a different, healthier creamer. Those little changes are so major. So I think like the things we want to tell you guys today, we've, we've chatted so much about so many different things. I think like, I want people to start taking away, put your health first, write some good things down. Take some time right now, if you are listening to us, write some good stuff about yourself. Write some good things that you've done for you. Keep that list that Pam's talking about that 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 will always keep in the forefront of your mind. Like mine are my kids and my husband. You know what I mean? Like those people seem to follow me around <laughs> where I'm going. So like write that list of things that matter. Yeah. Have you noticed your kid and your husband? They don't, they just seem to be around. <laughs> Always. Yeah. So write them on the list, but write yourself first. That's what I had to do. I had to change my list around and write, you know, Tasha at the top of that list and not like, like really Tasha at the top of that list. You know what I mean? That I'll say, things so I'll far. say too, you know, I, I, I want to like, if we can relate this to cyber a little bit, like I, I remember when I was in operations, <laughs> there's so many metrics, right? And every year we would look at the top three and mm. 
you really had to, but we had a lot more, uh, a lot more. And even when you think about like board metrics, executive Mm -hmm. metrics, and then your team metrics, I would literally tie everything to the highest level we could, but we had one to two, three, one to three things that we just Mm non-negotiables. And so what it gave us is where we were spending our time because I kept through the year, you're monitoring those goals, even if they're personal goals, if you have one to three things, and if you're monitoring them routinely, and if you're, if you're moving back to them, and you're really thinking about where you're spending your time, and if it's not to those one to three goals, you got to ask yourself why they're your one, oh. to, one to three goals. And it was so effective. We had this one slide, it, everybody, you know, contributed to it. I will tell you, it was so powerful to write them down. And I think that's where it gets lost is if you don't write them down and you don't go back to them and look at them, that's that's why my coach is so effective. She writes it down for me and we look at it, we talk about it. And it's why I'm back to working out. Like we had to do some things before I wasn't ready. And I kept telling her like, I'm just not ready. <laughs> I'm not, I've got to do this, this and this. And we would come back to it and talk about when I was ready. And now I'm now I'm back on track. But it's it's important to know, like, limit yourself to the number of goals you have. Like, if you've got fifteen, you might want to you might want to rethink that because, yeah. yeah, that's why I like yeah. the one word, you know, <laughs> goal because it kind of gets your head on one thing. If there's one thing I want to accomplish this year and do something really well. This is it. It's very powerful. I love it. Yeah. And I like that you brought it back to cyber, right? Because in that mix, you know, this is a very high performing, like right now, there's so many things going on with tech. We're looking at um, chat GPT, AI is everywhere. There's so many different things going on. So I think it's like the perfect parallel to just a, a nonstop high performing life. Our our career field warrants you to be on, you know? And I think, you know, you talking about the the top three things at the end of the year, we also look at, you know, the top three risks. Like take a look in your, your life as far as like, what are the top three things that you might need to cut out? Mine was chips yeah. and I mean it. <laughs> I mean carrots, guys. I mean carrots. So if I mean carrots and I'm sitting here, uh, you know, chatting and making sure that I'm talking to the right, you know, people about doing the right things, holding me accountable to, to take care of myself, you know, what are the top three riskiest things that's going on with you? Take a look at that as well. What do you need to cut out? You know, what, what risk do you need to mitigate for yourself? Now, Tasha, risk mitigation there would be um, who purchases the chips in your family? You might need to take that person out. (laughs) It's me. And that's when we're talking about the top risks in your home. Yeah. It was me. It was me. I am the vulnerability. (laughs) I was the vulnerability. I had to mitigate myself. I had to take a look at what was going on that grocery list, you guys. And I have reevaluated it and... 
We have a lot of new snacks that are taking my children a minute to curb because they are <laughs> addicted to the good stuff. So Do it now. <laughs> I Do will it let now. you know on the new show, the next show, <laughs> I will update you guys, let you know how many carrots I've had. I want to say a quick thing about SMART goals, right? Oh, we, yeah. We're talking about, so we have three goals, right? We've Pam has told you all, if you got 15 goals, cut it down. We've got three goals and we're going to make them smart. Okay, guys, we're going to first S, the, the, the S in smart. Oh my gosh, I'm, I just went blank on the S. I'm going to jump to the M and I'm going to come back to it. It's specific. Yes, specific. Thank you. That's why we're a team. You know, (laughs) we're going to make it specific, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, it's don't buy the junk. We're just going to talk. We're going to don't buy the junk. Pam said, get it out of the house. Specific. Don't buy the junk. Then it's measurable, right? We talked about metrics, looking at what those things are. For things, for my measurement is, is it in the closet? Have we had any? Zero chips, zero Nutella in the house. (laughs) And then (laughs) it's accountability. Pam's telling you to get your accountability partner. Once you're looking at these things, are you holding yourself accountable? For me, are you eating the carrots that are in the fridge? Like A's for achievable. Ah, so so it can go in or out. You have achievable or are you holding like, is this something that you can even do? And are you going to hold yourself accountable to being able to do this? Right. So, yes, it is achievable and I am eating the carrots. Then (laughs) we've got R. Is it relatable? Right. Is it realistic? Realistic. Right. Is it something that you are able to do? So a lot of times we make these goals, right? And for me right now, if I was to say I'm never going to eat chips in my life, that would just be a complete lie because nachos is my favorite thing. You know, (laughs) I love nachos when I go to a Mexican restaurant. That's what I'm going to eat. But when I'm at home, I'm going to eat these carrots, right? So is it realistic? And is it time measurable? Can you say when you're not going to do this? Are you going to be able to look back on this goal and be like, I was able to do this? Don't don't put yourself in some type of weird thing where you're looking at, um, you're, you're making, you're, you need to lose weight. You're going to lose 50 pounds in one month, or you're going to learn everything about vulnerability management in two weeks. You're not going to do that. Don't do that to yourself. Like make it, make these goals where you have an opportunity to make yourself proud. And once you've written it down, kind of like when Pam and her friend were writing at lunch, you can look back on that napkin and say, Hey, I did something pretty cool and I was able to. So I really enjoyed talking to you this time. I really love this time that we spent together, Pam. I'm, Ditto. I'm really happy. It's t- yeah, it's it's definitely timely, and you know, it's making me think. Um, I haven't I haven't really talked to my husband about what his his word is, so I'm gonna hop off here and find out what it is because um, I need to think of my word of the year. I just like having it in the back of my head. I'm gonna get my word too. I'm gonna and and write us and follow us on the all the social medias and tell us what your word for the year is. And we'd like to hear about your goals as well, because that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you for listening as well. Always thank you, Pam, for yet another beautiful, amazing conversation. 
please guys rate review subscribe to do belong do we belong here on social media where do we belong pod pam can you tell them what i'm thinking we belong here in the cyber world that's right and we'll be back next month to prove it thank you for listening to the do we belong here podcast produced by cyber florida to learn more about the show, visit cyberflorida.org or connect with us on social media at Do We Belong Pod.